welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. My guest today is the most talented Z Cam. Welcome to the show, bro. How are you doing? Good, man. Good. Appreciate having me on, man. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. It's been a while, bro. I've been hitting you up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Most definitely. You know, everybody got a schedule going on. You work, I work. So, hell yeah, man. Uh, thank you for joining yeah. me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how the hell are you doing, man? What's good? What's new? Life is happening, bro. Life is happening. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't really complain. I'm not in a good spot. I'm not in a bad spot. You know, so thank God for another day above the dirt, right? Word. That's some real shit right there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's just how we got to look at it, bro. Shit comes at you and it's like, what can you really do? But just take it one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So what's new, man? I see you. You're doing some graphic designs, some some stickers. Pretty fucking dope. I mean, I, yeah, I'm yeah. no, I'm known you since back then. You always had talent to draw and create art, man. So I'm glad. I'm glad I see you like bringing it out there. Yeah, you know, like, um, so how it all started was like I just kind of I was doing the art anyway. You already knew I was like drawing and shit. Yeah. And so I just started to take it a little bit serious. I was like, you know, I'll make a page dedicated just for my art because I wasn't like as far as social media goes. I was done with Instagram and Facebook on a personal level. All that shit was just like, it was a headache on top of a headache. Like sometimes you see some funny shit. Sometimes you just see news. And it's like, I try to avoid the news. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I should just bring you down, bro. Negative vibes all day. So I just made an account just for my art. And then like, you know, one follower after another, people commenting like, yo, I like your shit, this and that. And I was just like, yo, fuck it. Like I started posting a little bit more regularly. Like, um, so I decided like one day somebody asked me for a print of one of my stuff and I was like, you know, I could do a print, but at the same time, like, I don't really got the, the stuff for it. So over time I started to accrue like printers and like little like, uh, craft cutters and stuff like that. And I started printing stickers instead of prints because I was like, yo, people were way more into stickers. Especially I hung out with like a lot of people that do like graffiti and shit and like yeah, yeah. a lot of people that skateboard and shit. And they all, all they really care about is like some stickers for the laptop, stickers for the board. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you much. I'll I tell you this much. It's, it's uh, a much easier way to promote your shit than, you know, going doing t-shirts and whatnot. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, too, it's like, you ever give a kid a balloon and they get happy with that shit, right? Yeah. It's kind of like that with, like, grown people. Like, you give them a sticker, like, a free sticker, people, like, lose, like, people get happy over that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you order anything, like, you get some vans or whatever and they got stickers in the box, you know, you feel like you got a little extra for what you you, you got. Yeah, it makes you, it's, like, more personal, you know? Because, like, like, like a lot of, uh, a lot of people just like take them and, and put it on their, their laptop. You know, you, you, you fucking like, or their car, you know, bumper stickers and type of shit. Exactly. So, you know, like the heat wave we've been having, people been getting water bottles and shit. Like people love to put like stickers yeah. on their water bottles and stuff. Facts, facts, facts. So That's it's like, up, um, man. yeah, you know, I'm not under, I'm trying not to undervalue my art, but at the same time, I'm trying to put it in a sense where it's like, if it's something small enough that, it's it's symbolic on its own like you can recognize it from far away and up close then it, it deserves to be a sticker i have you know art that i've made it to print but those are a little bit more detailed and a little bit more large scale you know 
I mean, that's dope. You know, you're, you're doing a, you're doing the right thing. You're starting simple. You know, like right, when right. I first, you know, when I first started printing shirts, like, dude, it was so like, so complicated. Right. I bought this like this industrial um, vinyl cutter, which is like fucking the the software was like everywhere. It wasn't as, as simple that as you needed when you start. Then I started now like doing designs with vinyl and then the weeding and all this shit. And it's like, it'll take me two or three hours just to weed a design. And right, that's like, yeah. I'm spending, I, it's too much time too consuming. Then, but as I, I continued to, you know, research and develop, I started screen printing. Now, fucking screen printing, bro, I need a fucking, that's a room for itself. That's how right, big, yeah, and, you know, and then fuck, I sold, I sold the screen printing. And I, you know, at the end, you know, as the year progressed and I learned and gained more knowledge, I invested in other machinery. So like, you, you're doing it good, man. You, you're starting small and simple, bro. Like, it's easy. It's easy. Yeah, not, yeah, you don't have to break your head. And you don't, like with me, when I first started, like I, I lost my passion quick because it was so time consuming. Like it's something right. that like makes you or breaks you, literally. Right, right. Yeah, well, you know, like uh, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, like it, it's very time consuming. Even like making the stickers that I make now, it, it takes up almost like a whole day if I'm printing out a stack of them, you know? Because mm-hmm. just like you said, um, with anything, screen printing or like vinyl pressing or, you know, just pressing on for the shirts, right? You gotta, uh, you gotta learn the software. So that's something that a lot of people don't put into account. It's like, it's a lot of learning at first too. Even if you know how to draw, you know how to do digital art, you still got to learn the software that's involved the step above that, you know? So it's it's very like, um, it's a learning experience all around and you never know everything. At the end of yeah. the day, there's always stuff to learn when it comes to this because there's people who are professionals in their craft that have companies like like Sticker Mule and stuff, mm-hmm. which are like, you know, they're, they're kind of like in a way a competitor to me, but I, I don't really like, you know, I try to keep prices competitive with them, but at the end of the day, like, all I am is just one guy at my house, and they're a whole company with a warehouse, you know? Look, that's all you need. That's all you need, That's bro. all you need, yeah. That's all you them. need. Your confidence, you're willing to work, your, your passion, that's all you need, you know? Right, most definitely. That will beat any corporation any, any any day, you know, especially if now you invested in your community and you're supported by your community about small right. small business owners. That's all you need. That can literally right, right. last you the rest of your life rather than now you created a, a, a corporation that, you know, you'll see that. I know this for a fact because I've sat down with CEOs like, you know, they look at the end of the day, any small business is the goal is to be fucking big. They want to make money. Right. Of course. But once right. you get to that level, like you're a CEO you're basically just sitting on your fucking chair, right? You lost all connection with the business you created because now you have departments, you got people. That's why they get paid for, right? Right, so yeah, you, it's you'll, like a you'll, tree. You start yeah. branching. You'll yeah. go to a meeting, uh, first of all, unnecessary meeting, right? Very unnecessary. And right. you'll start asking questions. Uh, why? Why I'm not aware of this? Why I'm not aware of that? And it, and it becomes just an ego, uh, ego right, booster yeah. for the CEO. But essentially, like they forget, they forget their their roots. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I've been I've been paying attention to a lot of like you know, motivational talks and stuff like that. And most of the time, 
in the room with those talks is, is just a bunch of CEOs on small businesses, you know, trying to figure out what they're doing wrong and stuff like that. And nine times out of 10, what they're doing wrong is that exactly what you said is that they disconnected with the core of the company, like what the original idea was that they're so far disconnected from that. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, at the end of the day, the goal is it's to make money, you know, and enjoy it. That's, the, that's right. you know, like if my printing business becomes, you know, in the future, like a, now a corporation printing business. Yeah, I'll probably be I'm going to be in the same thing because that was the goal to to, right, yeah. to not live day by day struggling and and fucking, you know, worrying what's the next time you're going to get paid. It's to make money and I'm enjoy that shit. You know, my bills are paid. That's it. Right. Yeah. So like with, um, you know, with my business, I kind of like tried to, I strayed away from the money making aspect because one thing if I've learned is that if you keep at it and you do what you do, the money's going to come naturally. Yeah. You know, customers will come naturally. Like right now I'm sitting, uh, I, I mainly advertise through Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm sitting at a, a small, like, 230 240 followers or something like that but at the end of the day it's 240 genuine followers like i know all of my followers you know what i'm saying so if anybody likes something i'm like oh is that dude you know like i automatically know who it is because it's such a small base i focus more on like putting out like the quality content than i do on posting every day which it, it can turn into that. I'm not knocking anybody that does it. If you're on mm-hmm. the hustle, you're on the hustle. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, um, if you're if you're there for the art, then it shouldn't be an issue of like, oh, I have to post every day. I have to advertise on Reddit, Instagram, yeah, yeah. Facebook, and everything. You know, like to plug yourself into everything. Like, I stay away from Reddit because Reddit scares me, bro. I don't even like Reddit. Like, dude, you know what's crazy? I just started using that shit. Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah. I um, there's this. I, I got a weird email, right, about this uh, shit called Wisdom, okay. uh, Wisdom app, right? So it was basically like they wanted me to sign up for their Wisdom app. So like it's basically like, uh, first of all, they opened up the emails like we left my, po- they left my podcast, right? Okay. But they couldn't mention the name, so that's the first red flag. You tell yeah, me about right, something, right. you know, you can't even tell me the name of my podcast, right? Right. So, you know, um, so it's basically like they wanted me to come on and have these like literally like short seminars and like Q&A's because I suppose they have wisdom. Right. <laughs> then I was right. I responded with, with, you know, all these questions and, and, and you know, concerned because I'm not going to put my name to something that I don't know. So yeah, I started yeah, well, Googling that- it and a uh, Reddit page came up and dude, it was like literally like 200 comments on the shit's a scam and, and, and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I, I recently started starting, uh, uh, using it because I was like, fuck this. Like, this is a great opportunity. All you guys that have a podcast and have been scammed, you know, drop your link and let me check it out. Let's support one another. Right. And right. Dude, I, my, my, my phone has been blowing up. Boom, 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 boom. People saying that's a great idea and sending me their, their podcast. I've listened to like three or four, you know, out of the fucking 20 I got, it's pretty, really cool. All right. Yeah. That's really, yeah. But it's know, really like, scary because a lot of, it's a fucking, the, the, yeah, the, the, I got see, too much notifications, man. Yeah. Most definitely. Like Reddit, it's, it's split. So like there's great communities on Reddit. 
mm-hmm. where it's just like you were saying, where people like to, you know, support one another, or like help out smaller people or anybody growing, you know what I mean? That Like Reddit has that opportunity for that. And so one of the best like marketing tools I could use as somebody who's a small business that's only trying to go through like uh, social media is probably Reddit. But the reason I stay away from Reddit is just because of like my personal gripes with it. Like I'm not a big fan of some of the other communities on Reddit. Yeah. You know, um, like most of the time, like if I'm on Reddit, it's at work trying to kill time. Like it's it's like a quick. It's like one of those like general news sites. You have everything on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Reddit is it's a great marketing tool, especially if you're in the right communities, talking to the right people. But at the end of the day. I'm just doing what I'm doing to build up a portfolio. I'm trying to get past the, um, like I, I put out stickers just in case people see my work and they're like, Oh, I want that, you know, like, so this way they have an opportunity to have it in their house, in their house yeah, or yeah. for themselves, however they want to, you know, have it. But, um, my, my goal is to just kind of build up a portfolio and then go on to bigger things like clients straight up, you know, people who are looking for design and I've done a couple like, you know, I've got some work uh, thanks to my Instagram. I've got a p- couple people that I've done designs for and, I, and I'm working on like making a folder with everything, you know, just kind of promoting that. Um, so like, thank God for that. I got, you know, a couple, I'm like, you know, slowly making my way up from, you know, stickers, like just drawing to making stickers to making prints and now I'm doing designs. Like hopefully, yeah, yeah. you know, we'll see what the next step is. Right. I, I always, uh, you know, from the time I first met you and saw your talent and, and drawing and whatnot, I thought, I always thought you were going to end up like doing tattoos because that's how you good your art was. <laughs> you know, what's funny. I actually, I, I went that route one time. My hands are too shaky for it. It's like, yeah. I can't do that shit, bro. And then like, you had that machine buzzing. Yeah, I bought, I bought a machine and everything. I tried, I, I went that route. I tried to go for it, but it was just like, um, my hands are too shaky for it. I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to give quality tattoos the way that some other people that I know can. That's like, true. I got friends that do it and they they went through their apprenticeships and they got, you know, they went and they, they ended up tattooing in shops from one shop to another to end up just like owning their own shops. And I give them credit. They're, they're really good at what they do. But it, I don't think tattooing is necessarily where I want to be. I love tattoos. I got my own. I'm pretty sure, you know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, you know, I love tattoos, but I like to appreciate it from where I'm standing. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Like, you know what Not I'm saying? It. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like, 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 because your, your, your art and your stickers are so like unique that they're, they're really like self, like identi- identify art, you know, like drawing, maybe uh, creating like a small, comic book series or a graphic novel like in that route yeah and i'm pretty sure every artist like traditional artist has probably done that at one point in their life um when i was like in high school i was making comics with a friend and we would make comics just for our friends in school they were just in our sketchbooks we would show people and and like people liked them um and i'm like i said like i'm pretty sure every artist has at least gone through it one time they made a comic here and there and I've definitely thought about like making comics more on like a, you know, on a more consistent kind of more professional level. Now that I'm doing a little bit more professional stuff with digital art and like, I finally mm-hmm. like 
buckled down and got a Photoshop subscription. I was like so against it for a minute. And I was, <laughs> nah, man, so, not me. Shit, I'm not, I'm hustling <laughs> on a budget. I'm a, I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna try to get everything I can for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not. The reason I'm against that shit is because like back in the day, like people, a lot of people don't know this now, but like Photoshop was a one-time fee. You would pay for Photoshop and have it. Yeah, they got money hungry and they made it a subscription, just like uh, Microsoft Office. That shit was always free. Exactly. Now, now you got to pay uh, a yearly subscription. I guess it's it, they're monopolizing the game. You know, yeah, exactly. to them because that's their hustle bit shit. That's just whack. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like they know what they're doing. Like if you yeah. go to a lot of um, a lot of jobs where it's like you want to be a graphic designer or something for them, or, or like you know a concept artist, whatever it is. Th- one of the first things they ask is like, "What's your Photoshop experience?" You know yeah, I mean? that's so what, they know that's what, what they're doing. Yeah, that's why I, I I stick to Android because I'm able to like get shit for free. Yeah, exactly. That's it for free because if you're if you're a young entrepreneur coming up, like, yo, you know how difficult it is. You're 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 hustling on a fucking budget. Uh, you're 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 brainstorming on on ways to market yourself because like nowadays, like America is not really free. They they market as free, but it's not. You gotta pay for everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, and and, and, like, yeah, that's fucking it's bullshit. You know, so like, how the fuck am I gonna get? get ahead if i got fucking not to mention i got all these fucking bills i gotta pay right, right? now now right. this is a tool that's gonna help me create my business but yeah i gotta pay for it right exactly see at the end of the day like one of the biggest things that anybody has ever told me and i'm pretty sure you heard it is that in america one of the the only way to make money is to have money. you know so it, that's that's all it boils down to and not to get too political but you're right like back in the day everybody like I'm pretty sure your family, my family, they all moved here thinking like, oh, we're going to have a way better life in America and stuff like that. Yeah. And then slowly over time, it's like America's starting to like show its ass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just starting I'm, to see what it really is. Yeah. Like, I remember growing up, my grandparents owned a store in Puerto Rico, bro, El Faro, right? And the way, it, like every once a month, they would have like uh, these, these uh, like parties in the store, right? To come. You know how my grandfather used to promote it? He invested in a big-ass white van. It was actually beige. He bought two fucking microphones out and a radio and record, pay somebody to record the like the advertisement. On this day, come and, come and dance with it, blah, blah, blah. And he used to go around the barrios announcing it. Damn. Driving all day, bro. All day. That's real, bro. That's yeah. real. All day. You got to do that shit out here, bro. Let me know when you want to get a van. I'll record the shit for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, yo, he and he started making money. He started selling shit from the van. Like, yeah. there's people oh, yeah. that do this, took the same concept and now start to sell bread. And it would drive everywhere. You know, like a mobile business. Yo, you know what that reminds me of? I don't know. Have you, did you, like, were you in Jersey City back in the day? Like, 2000s, 90s and shit like that? In the nineties, yeah, uh, off and on, off and on. I, I, I used to have a truck on like Martin Luther King and Ocean and shit, like in the hood, bro. And it was a big green truck that he would sell like socks and shit. And it was like, I remember the name on the side. It was like Hood Goods. Yo, he would just <laughs> drive around, bro, selling socks and like bags and shit, like whatever, anything you needed, garbage. It was like a convenience store. Hell yeah, but, bro. Like, they could do yeah, that man. now, but they'll probably get robbed. Yeah, that's true. 
don't think right. like a lot of people be doing that shit. Either. Yeah, like, and that's a that's a that's a excellent fucking way to start your own business. Um, but I, like right now, I think right now everything's calm. After September, so it's gonna go back to getting crazy because you know now the government you know approved a lot of people for unemployment. A lot of people right. are, are still unemployment. What after September fourth? That's just gonna go away. It's just gonna get crazy. So, yeah, you're gonna see, we'll see. an insurge of people like looking for jobs. You're gonna see a lot of jobs either opening or not taking people because that's kind of what's been happening since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. It's been hard to get a job, and at the same time, jobs have had a hard time finding employees because basically anybody's applying for anything, and you go to a job and it's like they don't want somebody who's like entry level nine times out of ten you go to a job and they want people with experience you know what that I mean? that's so, that's bullshit because like in every job right me and you right it takes me and your example yeah. we have worked in companies that are concierge and doorman right every right, right. system you start in one company you go to another every system is different of every company yeah. every company has a model of their working their way you get what i'm saying so like to say to say, oh, we want somebody to experience, it's just maybe in customer service, how do you deal with, you know, people? But, you know, you put that to the side, you know, they're going to train you their way on how they run their system. Hey, this is, you know, ultra, ultra pro, whatever system. The the, the right. company you came had another system. So, like, it's bullshit. At the end of the day, you still have to train somebody to get them oh, to work the way you right. want like some buildings, like uh, just in that field, for example, some buildings want somebody who's just overall friendly. You know what I mean? They just want like somebody who's going to be good to the people that, that live there. And they just want somebody who's overall friendly. And some p- places want people that are a little bit more strict. That'll be like, you know, stopping everybody that walks in and like, you know, more on like the security level. So yeah. you're hundred percent right. At the end of the day, I don't think it comes down to, you know, how much experience do you have? in that field i think it comes out to how much experience do you have with like learning a new job and like be like what's your ability to to learn and adapt grow? and adapt yeah exactly exactly yeah. adapt that's the word i'm looking for yeah so that's that's the biggest thing it's like it, with any company you you want a good worker and i don't think it could like at the end of the day it don't come down to like if, if they got experience in the field that that's a plus for sure but if they're not, if they got experience in the field, but they got lazy with it, you know, mm-hmm. you, you don't got a good worker on your hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember when we used to work together, like I worked security, like everybody hated me. Everybody hated me because yeah, I, was, I remember when you first started. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I was so thorough with my shit, but like the yeah. way, like the way I saw things is like people didn't see what was out where I, I, I used to understand and sometimes even accept what other people used to come from. Like I come this, this, I'm trying to make money. You know, I have a responsibility. Right. Once I clocked out, I'm that's it. I'm another person at the end. Of the day, I'm I'm here to do what I got to do. And people, people, they understand that people want to come and slack and nah, like, especially I'm, I was in charge, right? I had a certain responsibility. So if right. you lack, you're going to make me laugh. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, I, it's not like, it's, it's not like me just, if I didn't have a responsibility, just me, I rely on myself. Right. It's just me. But now you have a high uh, responsibility. Now, if they look bad, you look bad. And right, I just exactly. wasn't having that, you know, like people, you know, a lot of people, I could sit here and say fucking names, 
right? Right, right. I, yeah. I can literally say names, right? And same people used to talk shit about me, right? Say names. And I used to ask them all the time, you want a job or you need a job? Right, exactly. Right? Because it's two different things. Most definitely. You know, Most definitely. I, and yeah. yeah. No, oh, go no ahead. I was going to say, like, it kind of brings the, the conversation back around full circle, back to what we were talking about at the beginning, where it's like, you know, when you're working for an agency like that or any company, at the end of the day, that's not your blood, that's not your sweat, that's not your tears. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're there for your paycheck and to go mm-hmm. home and mm-hmm. you can secure your paycheck however you need to. Facts. Now, if you own your own business, that's a whole different story because then it's like you're putting yourself into it. That's where you're, you're starting to like, you know, if you have any employees that work under you and stuff like that, you want to give them the best experience that they can get because then they'll give you the best employees you can get. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? At the end of the day, you, you make a really good point and it comes back full circle to we were working for somebody just to make our money. And those people love to complain about anything. You know yeah. that. Yeah. You know that. So we had to make them happy just so that we could get our check at the end mm-hmm. of the week and still have, you know, like a consistent, stable job. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I can, I can, I, you know, I knock on wood, like the same people who used to like, you know, talk shit about me and complain about me. That was okay. Whatever. But management, my superior never had to worry about me. They, yeah. when I, when I clocked in the ship and clocked out, they have to work because I, 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 you know, like one time I was told I run a tight ship, but that's, that's the yeah. whole point. I told them there's a time right. and a place for everything. You want to go to chill, whatever, fine, do it, but do this first, make sure right, everything's exactly. done and go do it. But now they always wanted to, you know, fucking hang out. Like they're hanging out in the corner. Yeah. Word. <laughs> I remember that. Like, Every time, you know, it was funny, I, every building that I work at or any job I get after that, I always talk to my boys. And I'm still friends with a lot of people, like, that we worked with. Like, yeah. like my close group of friends is two of them worked at the, the Galaxy with us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, we always bring it back to that because it was, like, it was a whole different, like, that shit was, like, the wild, wild west. Bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, and, <laughs> it was like, and like. High school, like before I got there, dude, I worked at the mall, which which it was that's a headache in itself. Newport Mall. That okay. one time, uh, that same era was the stabbing because of some Jordans, right? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So I'm I'm here. I'm dealing with fucking now gang members and all that shit. Prior to that, I used to work in in Newark, and where like every other week there was a shootout. I had to deal with right. crackheads. I had to you know. So like, I'm a little tough kid. Uh, tough you know skinned it in that sense so when i got there that shit was easy it was it was easy all the, right, you, exactly. you're, you're, like you know i mean i don't mean to offend any of my viewers whatever when i say this but i'm dealing with white people all you have oh, to there do, you go you just lost all your white viewers yeah, right there bro but i'm but listen, <laughs> listen i'm dealing with white people bro all yeah. you have to do is speak nice look clean right and say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. You know this. You know yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure, bro. That's yeah. and make them feel safe. Right? So when yeah, I got on definitely. when I got on somebody's ass because uh they have a uniform and their shirts outside of their pants and they're buttoned up and they're showing all their tattoos. Yeah, like yeah. you're 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 working at a condo with a with a bunch of people that have fucking money, 
right? Their fucking yeah. majority of them are white. Had a shitload. And then a lot of them are old too. Like yeah. old people like tradition, you know? Yeah, you want to make them feel safe. Yeah, exactly. You want to make them feel safe. That's it. It's so easy. Yeah. But if you're if you're if you're like in there and you're showing your tattoos, and and, and this is not nothing against people with tattoos, because I got them. But yeah, if you're yeah, exactly. you're in there where you're your 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 um your pants believe your fucking ways and and you're talking like hey motherfucker. Basically, that's how you talk to your resident, right? Right, right. Because yeah. that's what's happening, right? And you no, smell- that's how it was straight up. Yeah. It was like people was talking over there, like nobody. See, the thing is, like when I'm talking to you right now, mm-hmm. I got like this is how I talk normally. Yeah. When I'm at work, it's my customer service voice. You know, yeah. people don't realize you need to have that customer service persona. It's like a different, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yes, yes. And me, that I was head of security, right, for my shift. I'm sick. My job is to, to make you feel secure. But right, exactly. when my team is not making you feel secure, I'm fucking wrong for that, right? Right, exactly. So, so that was like, like maybe that's, I guess, what experience comes into play because I had experience prior to that, you know? Yeah. And that was my argument, you know, with my guys. If you, if right. you, if you stick to this, I'm not trying to change who you are. It's not about who you are. It's not what what you're about. It's about this is your paycheck, and it's if about you your work ethic, yeah, right. if you come yeah. to me and say, "Yo, I can't lose this fucking job. I got kids and blah blah blah." To something better goes on. Take advantage of this. Learn. This is a learning curve. This is this is not somewhere you want to be in fifteen years. But like, this people is a, don't realize like how easy it is to get fired over there, man. I remember this oh, one kid, man. like before Super you guys started easy. working there. Yeah, like. This Super kid, easy. he was working there like he was he had his first kid and he just got like a raise. So he was trying to like, you know, make it his full time job. He had a great work ethic. He was a good worker. One day, um, some lady's ex comes in the building and he lets him into the apartment. He gives them the key and everything. See, now I would say like that's a stupid move. But at the end of the day, she didn't update her file. Mm-hmm. So on, on her file, it, it said that he had the permission to go take the keys and everything. When he went down there, she complained to the right people. And the next thing you know, my boy was fired. Like, you know, his first kid on the way, not even born yet. Like, yeah, man, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's so easy. It's not that complicated. It's all have a little bit of patience. Just stay shut because a resident is always going to talk shit. Right, yeah, you stay exactly. shot, not on. Okay, okay, and keep moving forward. But they try to make it more than what it was, you know. Right, right. And for management, manage, management is easy. I worked in management. Management is all about. It's not my fault. Who got? Who can I point the finger? Yeah, at? Right, right, right. Yeah, and well, that's definitely. something. And that's something I was always trying to preach. But like, you know, I've learned that like, you know, you can't take a horse to drink water. Right, you can't force them to drink water. That's on right. them. And now throughout yeah. the years, I've learned, like, you know, I, I, you know, I cared for a lot of my workers. You know, I cared for a lot of them. It's a lot of people I thought they were there. I thought they were awesome. But like you just said, like, you have a persona. Outside of work, you're the fucking coolest person ever. You know this because we've gone out and, and, and been social. And we drank and shit. Yeah, yeah and yeah, had fun. Exactly. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, start time and end time of this job, I, you know, this is my bread and butter. You're not paying my bills. Yeah, at the end of the day, right. 
You know, it's like, nothing you want personal. me to go out and have a drink with you on the weekend? Mm-hmm. I got to make money during the week. You know, like there you go. <laughs> that's there you how go. It is, bro. You know, that's that. I think that's the issue with a lot of people looking for jobs now. Is like, and I get it. A lot of jobs aren't really offering the pay rate that should make you devote yourself to them. But at the same time, it's like if you want to grow with a company, not like a lot of times a company will start you on garbage, but they're willing to pay you more if you show them that you you can do more. You know what I mean? So it's like. And, and, they, and if that, bro, because they could pay you how much the amount you want. And you a person is still not going to give a fuck. It's still not. Yeah. It's still not gonna go. So like, you you damn it, you do you damn it, you don't. Yeah, exactly. It's like at the end of the day, I feel like when it comes down to it, you really gotta if you want to be, uh, valued at a company, you gotta show them that you're you're worth something, that you have value. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you if you go around and parade yourself around like, oh, I'm just here for my check, I'm just gonna come in and do what I do outside of work, and then just go home, like I'm just here for eight hours just to like chill they they don't give a fuck about you they can replace you with any person on the street yeah yeah you know yeah facts facts and that's like what led me like i was a regular worker and i and then i you know i moved up in the bracket of of companies right and still you know i you know i guess with me is like i'm cursed in a way that i want more for myself you know i want well, you know, why should I be open doors for somebody? Why can nobody? Why can they not open the door for me? Right, right. right. Like I worked in, yeah, I worked, uh, you know, with the mutual company we worked for. Uh, you know, being in the same position, opening doors for people and whatnot. And you know, people with money are stupid. Because right. whatever, right? You keep shut, but you know, as the year progress, you're not progressing. The company within right. the company, you're not, you're not moving up. And I, you know, for me, I started, you know, as I you know, developed in life. And now I met somebody. Now I'm starting a life with this person. Now I married this person. Now, next, you know, we're, we have a baby, you know, priorities start, you know, going up, but I'm, yeah, I'm stuck in the same place. Like, I think that's a big clarifying factor. Like if you're trying to grow, one of the biggest things that kind of pushes you to do that is kind of having a kid, you know? If you care about your kid, at least yeah, you care yes. about growing yourself, you know. So it's like, I, I got two kids, you know that, and, and you got your your little boy. Yeah, and yeah. all we're focused on now is getting to that point where we can be our own bosses, so we have something to give them. You know, it's not about like it's not about us anymore, it, it, not at all. And it may it may sound like a little counterproductive what I want to say next, mm-hmm. but. Even though it's not about us, we have to make ourselves better so that we can get to that point so that we have something to give them. Yes. If I just stay a, a doorman for the rest of my life, I've yes. got nothing to give my kids but experience. You know what I yes. mean? Yeah, and if yeah, that, like, you know, because that, yeah. they're going to they're gonna come to an age and they're going to look at you sideways, you know? Like one of I'm not trying to have my kids be a yeah, doorman, bro. Yeah. My pops is a doorman. My yeah. brother was a doorman. I would do like <laughs> it's, we ain't it's, trying to have that shit no more. Like. I gotta break that cycle. Like yeah, exactly. One of, one of the big things that um I, I I just started on my own thing was because you know I finally when when I first met my wife I finally met somebody that wanted more. I thought it was just me because everybody right. everybody that I approached they just looked at me crazy. Right. Like they were focused on the next time we're going to get drunk and party. 
Yeah, you know, exactly. Right. I, I was like, yeah, we could do that, but like, I want something more. That's not enough. See now, like, not to get too political, but I feel like that's a problem with our cultures in general. Guyanese people and and you, you're Puerto Rican, right? Yes, sir. And, and Puerto Rican people, from what I noticed, they like not all of them, but a majority have this focus on like taking the weekend out to just go out and like get drunk and like you know party, like drink up, dance, whatever you got to do. Not to interrupt, but that's Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, yeah, yeah. in Puerto Rico, growing up, there's no such things as 24 hours like in New York. Puerto Rico, like Friday hits, everything's closed. And yeah, if you yeah. work Saturday and Sundays, you're 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 at work at five to the afternoon and close down. And a lot of a lot of Puerto Rican are entrepreneurs; they own their own business. Right, so, right. So either they're they they're they're priority to the party, meaning they're the bar, they're the club, right? So you right, go right. to party with them or their business, whatever type of business they have, they close out five as a weekend, Saturday, Sunday, let's go to the beach, let's go, let's they live life, right? Yeah, over, right, right. Over here in New York, everything's 24 hours. That's why so many depression, that's why so many obesity, so so many problems because like you work, well, you know, how many times we had stuck doing a double shift? Right. Most, I'm still doing that shit to this day. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, you're 100% right. And it's not like we're not essential employees. I mean, they say we're essential, but at the end of the day, they just need us to keep go, the money flowing. Right. You could keep, you could go a week without a door, man. What am I doing but saying good morning and smiling at you when you walk by? You know, Dude, you can't no. even see the smile because of the mask. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, just, I just realized this, like, where we used to work at, there were sliding doors. Like, yeah, what do you need, like, a, doorman you need a doorman? <laughs> <laughs> the sliding door. Yeah, for real. But for half real. of the time, half of the time you try to help them, they didn't want your help. No, that's the same thing. The building I'm at now, they got an automatic door, like a handicap door. So like the management comes to me and they're like, Oh, you need to be up helping people with the doors and stuff. And I'm like, How you want you want me to help them press a button? Like, come on, bro. You really want oh, some extra shit. Oh, they, like, oh, they just open it automatically. Like, how do you want me? How do you want me to open the door when it open automatically? Right. Yeah, exactly. We got a revolving door and a handicap door. So what am I supposed to do? All I can do is just smile and like go and pretend like, oh, do you need help with that? And then really they don't because everything's there for them. Does, yeah. your, does your building have union? They do. Bad. They do. Batman. So, I, I've worked with unions. Some of the people are just assholes. Like I remember I had a situation, a union representative. Like tell me, like, well, if they're not paying their dues, we ain't gonna help them. And, and there's such right. a pain in the ass. But you know what? I learned that like the companies we will work for, the contract the max they'll have is three years. So that's not a secure job. Yeah. So so like in three years, if if they don't if they don't decide not to renew the contract and they they decide not to keep us, we're out the door. Right. Well, I'll use myself as an example, personally. So jobs with unions, for the most part, aside from like those big jobs where it's like people who do like the electrical wires on the street and stuff mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. PSE&G and Verizon and stuff, those are careers. I, I jobs are where, Yeah, you did? <laughs> who you work for? I, I worked for this utility company. Which I'm not gonna mention the name. Like, fuck no, them. of course, right? But it's like the same <laughs> thing for for like PCNG, 
but yeah. we were for like now the cable. Like there's a lot of places and we're in New Jersey, especially the TV cable, which is copper telephone. They run right. on the ground. So every time uh, there was there, there was uh, like a construction, like they will call PCNG and they will call us. They will focus on whether waters, utilities, and we will focus okay. on whether there was uh, telephone under the, you know, the ground copper or, you know, Verizon cable. So right, right. we had to go mark it out. Hey, here's, here's the wire. Here's here. So they will cut like three inches to the left from the line or from the, whichever right. location was to so the breakdown. Because once like you, if you, if you break down the wrong and you hit one of those wires, like a half a city or half a community has no cable or phone service. Damn, bro. That's, that's wild. Same thing, yeah, so. and, and same thing for the light and water. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. It's like those things are a trade where it's like you 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 go to school for that, you study that, and then at the end of the day, that's a skill that you now have. It's like you understand how those cables work, where they route to, and what should and shouldn't be done in regards to those cables, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I mean. Like those jobs when it comes to unions, those are careers. You're at where you need to be. You can go and make yourself your own business as a contractor with that, you know? But when it comes down to, like, being a doorman, you have a union, and just like you said, those contracts last about, like, three years or something. And I'll use myself as an example. I'm using that the the next, like, I'm on a probationary period because this is a new job for me. So the next three months, I'll be on watch until I, I can join the union. Now, when I'm in the union, I don't want to get comfortable. I'm using this time to hopefully study and go and get something where I can go and be a contractor, work mm-hmm. for a company. Like I'm trying to get into computers. So I'm trying to work for companies like Microsoft, Intel and stuff like that. But as, as a contractor where it's like, here's my business card. You hire me on a contract. I'm my own boss. I have my own van. I have my own equipment. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to be my own boss. And I think that's what it comes down to with like, a lot of these union jobs that aren't careers mm-hmm. where it's like, they're just offering you a union because they want you to have a livable wage. At the end of the day, I'm not knocking anybody who makes a living off of being a doorman. But if you're young and you're, you're trying to get into that, like I'm pretty sure when you were a kid in school and they asked you what you want to be when you get older, you didn't say, I want to be a doorman. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end no, of the facts. day, yeah. At the end of the day, you should use that opportunity to study and, and do what you got to do. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough trying to balance work, social life, and and studying. And, and not to knock, you know, social life. Like, you still need a social life. As human beings in general, mm-hmm. we need to have a social life. If I didn't have a social life, I wouldn't be an artist in general. Yeah, you, you just, need that to decompress. You know, yeah, like, exactly. But you, come, you need people like, to bounce off of. Yeah, like, but it comes to a certain age, like, at least in my experience, this is why, like, I like for me, social life was never important. I, I felt right. more, I felt more comfortable. Well, you, you see me when we met, I'm always alone, you know, it's rarely, rarely connected with people, you know, like it's, it was, it was so comfortable for me to be alone that actually be sociable because I learned, right. I learned an early uh, stage in life. Like now, who do you surround yourself with? Because you right, can have right. that social life, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're a positive influence. Like I wanted to, like at a very young age, I wanted to surround myself with people that wanted more. 
Right. You know, like the people I was hanging out back then didn't want that. They, they, what was the next time they want to uh, hang out, uh, get together, whatever. And, and you know what? I, I, that it wasn't satisfying. Like you want to go out for mean. drinks? Let's go, let's, yeah. let's go get fucked up. And let's talk about progress. What do you got? Oh, you're an art. What ways can we do to move up? That right, conversation. Right, yeah. And yeah, like intellectual conversation. Aside yeah. from just, I get you. Cause it's like, you know, you meet up with people and there's a lot of people who, just like you said, when you're not out like drinking or smoking or doing whatever it is you're doing, when you're not doing that, there's no conversation. Right. Yeah. And so like, I, that's a, like the social life thing that has its own caveats too. If you're going to get a social life and this is just my opinion, but like you may not notice but um you know when you met me i was smoking every day like i was smoking weed every day yeah. like an eighth a day you know i stopped in the last like year and a half i haven't smoked good for and, you like, man yeah i appreciate it bro. i mean i smoke cigarettes and i drink here and then i'm drinking right now but like yeah this you know is the party like, yeah yeah exactly um so it's like i stopped smoking weed because it was holding me back in the sense that like the only people i would hang out with were people that was like Let's smoke, you just know, blaze every up. time it was like, yeah, let's just blaze up. We go through like an ounce in a weekend, you know what I mean? And that's like, I don't know how much it is now, but at the time it was like 250, 250 a weekend, bro. Come on. Like, first off, that's not good for your wallet. Second off, that's not good for your tolerance as like a smoker. If you're going to mm-hmm. smoke an ounce in a weekend, it's going to take a lot more to get you high and you're going to be smoking yeah. a lot more when yeah. you're not with people. So. Yes. So I stopped smoking weed and I just been like focused on working. I've been working out, trying to eat healthy, you know, like get myself on a healthy level so that I could be on that next level. So when I'm ready to start smoking again, I got my own business. I got my own. Yeah, you you can, you can, uh, how do you put it? You can support your habits. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, 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 yeah, that's, but that's called maturity. That's what each individual right. has to grow up. But you see, like thirty-four year olds still on that shit. Like I've never, yeah, like I've never, like I, I'm not. You know I me. Mean? I'm not a big drinker. I've never been. I still consider not to be a big drinker. Uh, you right. know, I care less for weed or any type of drug. I'm just not that person. Right. But you know, it's because I'm the product of my environment. I grew up in a bar. I grew up with a, a lot of drug dealers or drug addicts. I, I've learned for a young age that you know. If you're an individual that can't take care of, of your your needs, right? This is the outcome. I don't right, I don't exactly. I don't knock weed. Um yeah. I knock the people that can't afford their own habits. Right. You knock the people that's like asking for their dealer for like credit every week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, can you hold me down this week so I can get this and yeah. that? And it's like a lot of people say weed's not addictive, but if you're at it that is. point where you're, you're asking somebody to hold you down so that you can smoke for the week, it's like I think you got a problem, you know. Oh, like, or you can't you can't go to sleep without smoking. You can't fun- function without smoking. You can't right, do this. I know so, people sir- that can't eat without smoking. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, if you can't eat without smoking, bro, you gotta go to a doctor. Like, yeah, yeah, eating is is a normal. Like, it's like breathing. You need to do that as yeah. a human being. Like. So, Although, you know, in today's society, we'll sit there and say, oh, you're judging me. Why are you doing that? Right, right. Exactly. And you know what it is? Like, I'm not going to lie. 
when I stopped smoking, it did take a hit on my art. I don't put out as much as I used to. But like at the end of the day, like I was saying earlier, I'm more about putting out something that's good every month or so mm-hmm. rather than putting out stuff that is just off the top of my head every day. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more focused on the quality than the than the quantity of art. Yeah. And I feel like that'll that'll gain me, you know, natural follower, organic followers, people that like legitimately like my art for what it is and my style. And um, and just that, you know, just just get it to a point where I'm as a business, I'm not going to lie. I like art, so I'm not trying to treat it as a job. And so as a business, I'm not really looking at it as I need to start putting out every day so I can get more followers, so I can get more money. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it as I want to put out as much art as I can. That's good so that I can meet with people that are like-minded and we can just sit and talk about art and we can just bullshit back and forth and we don't have to be putting out every day and trying to make a whole bunch of people like internet people too people we don't even know in real life mm-hmm. just make them happy you know what mm-hmm. I mean no facts 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 um I just like always have to like you can love something like it's like people that do music, right? They get to a certain level, love doing music, but there's gonna point in time you gotta learn learn the business tour, you know, aspect of it. Because right. you know, you want your art to you want your art. It's nothing worse than having your art um around the world, but you're not able to capitalize and live through it. You know? Right. At the end of the day, too, like you make a really good point, because I was thinking about that. A lot of times I, it's crossed my mind where it's like, if I were to do this as a full time, like I quit my job and I make it a whole side business, I would need to take a business course only because I'm not so much of a businessman. I'm a people pleaser. I mm-hmm. like to just be social, like have a good time with people, you know, have good conversation and, and, and draw. I'm not a businessman. I can't sit here and be like, you know, uh, and, and secure contracts with people. And I can't secure like clients the way that a business person could. And I know a lot of people that do it. Like I work with um, one guy that I've done a lot of work for. He, he blows glass in Florida. Ooh, so he makes dope. like, yeah, no, it's a, it's a great art form. Yeah, it's dope. But he, he makes um, bongs, pipes, stuff like that. And just glass art in general like pendants that you could wear on your neck and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has more of the business mind because at the end of the day, he's paying for every rod of glass that he uses to blow and stuff like that. So if he's going to do something, he has to make sure first he gets that deposit. Yes. He has to make sure first that he has like, you know, somebody lined up for it before he even decides to work on it. Because mm-hmm. not only is it time going out of his day, but now it's money down the drain. Yes. Yes, that's that's something I've I've learned. Uh, excuse me, I've learned throughout the this course of just t-shirt printing business. You know, like right. uh, it's something like I constantly have, uh, uh, you know, I'm bumping heads with my wife because she's the see I do the work. She she's she's my partner in this, right? So she's like the she's the real CEO, right? She she. Your business consultant and shit? Yeah, she's my business consultant, yeah. right? <laughs> right, right? So, like, my thing is, 
I round I round out the numbers. Right. So when I when I do work, like I'll tell you, that's gonna cost me straight off the bat four hundred dollars. Right. Right. For example, she's the one who now calculates. She's the calculator. Right. I'm not off. Uh, I'm not off, but why? What I estimated. But now the problem is now the calculator, which you got to now take this, take this, take this, take this, take this, and add up the research. That's the headache. That's the bumping head. Right, right. It's it's not it's not me. As the the part of it's estimate is easy. It's now researching on. Let's see if it's that's exactly how much it's going to be, and so be me, and, and be and convicted. You got to convict yourself that that's exactly the price. Because right. once that, that calculator hits and something's off, uh, we need to charge more. We need to charge, you know? So yeah, exactly. it's basically the calculator. Right, right. So I have a question for you. But first, let me get on to what I was going to say in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Is that I literally, I, I print and cut my own stickers right here. Mm-hmm. Anybody need stickers? I have it down to like exactly how much per page it'll cost me, you know, out of my pocket to print it for you, including the cost of the cutter of the printer. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I got to say, I'm lucky because I got the printer from one of these buildings. Somebody was throwing it out as a good ass printer. There but, you go. <laughs> <laughs> but now that brings me to my question of when you started the printing business, right? What was the first thing you spent your own money on? Everything. Like what? Like what was it? Like the the press or the vinyl cutter? Like what was the, the first thing you spent your money on that you were like, okay, I'm gonna start to um, try and do this. The press and the vinyl cutter. Both, Be- right? Both, because the 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 press, uh, the vinyl cutter is gonna cut out the image I need. And the heat press is gonna is gonna solidify the image onto the, the garment, the shirt. So those are the two things um, that essentially that's what I invested in. You can't do you can't have a, a printer without a heat press. You can't have a printer. Right. So you need that combined. Right. Um, now, when I first started a couple of years ago, it wasn't that common. Now that everything's more common, now they'll send you, uh, sell you, go to Amazon and send you a bundle of heat press and uh, vinyl cutter or a cricket or whatever. Right. Yeah. I got something similar to a cricket. I got a, um, a silhouette. Mm. Yeah. Cricket. So, I, I don't know about silhouette, but cricket is, it's simple. It's, it's well, cricket is the top brand right now for that. Honestly. Be, because it's simple. It's, it, it's, it's simple it's 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 simple like the one the, right. the one i got is more like it's commercial so it's a little okay. complex now i could cut big pieces you know a cricket will give you a certain standard for shirts and if that uh the one i got was a little bit complex because it's commercial so i could cut okay. bigger uh but yeah it's a headache yeah, for sure. I it's a headache because it's more. To start out, cricket is really good. And that if I would have known, I would probably start out with a cricket. Because it's, okay. it's straight up, it's, real, it's more simpler. But like I said, back in when I first started, it wasn't like that. Now you got everybody fucking on YouTube reviewing. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah, you know, yeah like, most definitely. You got to, you know, my best advice to anybody. You got to look at your numbers. Know what is your numbers, meaning what, what, how much can you spend? How much can you afford? Right. Mm-hmm. 
once you know that, uh, invest in what's easier, what's more simple, what's best for you to start. Because, you know, starting, uh, especially if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, it's going to be stressful and it could really like decrease your passion. And now you just spend the two or $300 you, you didn't have to spend or you didn't have that money to right. spend. Now it's collecting dust, right? And that's it. So start right, with something yeah. simple. So, uh, practice, you know, give it a month or two. Practice, get, right. get, get it down to science. And then, hey, here's my card. Here, I'm doing this. Here, I'm doing that. Right. Consistency is key, but also marketing. You also, like, just like you're saying, you have to be very outward with that. And so a business course helps with, uh, you know, kind of taking yourself and being a little bit more outward, yeah. talking to people and, and saying, you know, having that confidence to say, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, you can go to somebody else. Well, but for you, my for you, you're a people pleaser. You, you're, you're easy having that connection. It's not really difficult. Right. It's just, hey, here's my card. You ever need t-shirt printers? And move on, you know? Now, right. convincing somebody to, um, you know, invest in you, that's experience because you don't know what to expect. But essentially, it's like, hey, this is what I got to offer, right? Here's, and you explain, boom, 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 boom. You know, right. at the end, then people, people are always going to jump at you no matter what. It's now the pricing. When I first started, it's the same price. I'm competitor from my other competitor. Where's my competitor? You know, right. I, shipping, taxes, you know, I'm a legit business. All those are in consideration. I've turned so down. Who are, who are your main competitors? Like, um, as far as like on a large scale, like honestly, my main competitor sticker mule you know what i mean like who are you making honestly the truth no one no one right now right no and and there was never there's never going to be because i'm not trying to compare myself to anybody if anything i see if somebody's somebody's printing like i said you're printing shirts and i see you're doing something that i'm not doing that that inspires me to do the same thing that's just right. inspires me to add a, another uh, another thing to my arsenal. Like right. I'm not I'm not trying to because then if you go down that rabbit hole, you'll go fucking crazy. Honestly, you right, go fucking yeah, crazy. Totally. Like you, you, your mind starts fucking with you. You're stressing, whatever. Like nah, nobody's my competition is myself. Right, right. Okay. You know, and that and that's the truth of reality. You, 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 so yeah. No, so like um. My next question, I guess, you know, I, I know this was a, a podcast with me, but I got questions for you. No, uh, <laughs> my next question, I guess, is like um, when you're pricing your, your merchandise, right? Like your shirts, whatever it is that you're printing. Do you also put into call uh, to do you also put into question like the cost of the machinery or do you just go into the cost of material? Uh, like um, the I mean the machine was printing. Yeah, like do you put that in like uh, at the end of the day on your budget? Like, okay, if I'm making this much off of the shirt, that's how much I spent in material. I'm making double that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you yes. also have to put it into yeah yeah like put it into effect like, the like cost right like the machine I invested in right I got the right. where I was watching I got the five I call it five fifty right so one sheet. Of what I, the paper I use to print cost me four dollars, 
right? Oh, let me write that down. I color 550. I got yeah. you. No, no, no. Uh, Go ahead. That one sheet, and that's the pending, right? Because different types of transfers. They call them transfer, right? right? They're simple. Yes. You know, it's different. The one I use, that's $4 a sheet, right? Now, I think I put $1 or $2 for the ink. The pen, the, that, but that's the color, right? So let's take an example. If it's just black or just white, that's like $1. And I'm I'm giving okay. you a rough amount, I'm not exactly. Yeah, like just right? a random number, right? So yeah. the sheet costs four dollars. One sheet costs four dollars. Um, the ink that's one dollar. Now okay. let's say your your labor, that's on you on whoever, right? My labor, let's say I'll put one dollar. Right, that's one dollar label. I mean, right. labor is time and efforts. That's one dollar. So I'm, I'm paying myself. Uh, okay. Now, after that, I'll add, I'll add in how much does the shirt cost me? You know, right. if the, you know, you if you like me and you have your license, you go to vendor, it costs like two, maybe three dollars. So that's so you can go wholesale because yeah. you have your business license, right? Right. Yeah. So that that let's say it costs me three dollars, right? So right. you know, plus taxes, shipping, I, I'll add those motherfuckers inside too, right? So okay. essentially, I'm for a shirt depending on what you want, right? Because it, the price is never going to be saying it varies. If it's one color or five color, it varies. It's, a, it's honestly a custom, customation experience. So the price is never going to be the same. So right, I can, a, shirt gonna, a shirt's going to cost you from 10 to 15, right? Okay. Minimum nine or eight, but it's it depending. Right now, if you want to just one logo, here in the chest or now a logo here like my last order i had it was one on the chest there was one on the side and on the back right right so now i gotta and especially if the logo has multiple colors that's that those are now add-ons so right, the price right. okay. keeps going up right so that calls on the effect boom uh now i you know how much i invest in to make this shirt now how much i got a profit and you put it together yeah, and that's how I tend to come out with my quote. Okay, you know. Okay, I get you. All right, yeah. I'm. I'm. You know. Yeah, and when I'm very, this podcast is over, yeah, we definitely got to talk because I've been, I've been in the, uh, I've been really thinking about doing clothing design, and I don't mean like my art on clothes. Mm -hmm. I mean specifically like art that I'm trying to design for clothes because. I have a couple of wild ideas. I know you see my art. Mm -hmm. And so I have some really colorful kind of crazy ideas. And I'm happy to say nowadays, like colorful clothing is kind of like taking off a little bit more than like, like it's like we're back in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. So I definitely got to talk to you, you know, when the podcast is over about like, you know, some ideas on like, you know, how to print that and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another um, thing. That's, that's, uh, there's multiple ways like the most affordable way to print is sublimation but what happens sublimation okay yeah but you can't print sublimation on cotton you got to print it on uh, polyester polyester okay and, gotcha. and if it's 50 if 50 cotton 50 polyester the image is not going to pop out oh okay the color then, will be faded yeah so like if you okay print, if you print on polyester 100 the image is going to pop out but then like right, after right. 50 wash after you wash it 50 wash, the colors are going to start fading, right? Fading, um, okay, okay. You wash it 50-50, the color's not going to pop out. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to look, you know? 
than vinyl. Vinyl, it's an affordable route, but then like you got to look at now the roll. It's going to yeah. cost your vinyl, right? Because you can have a shitload of vinyl and it's going to, you know, you're going to use half of it and that other right. half, you know, because it's not, there's a the certain amount you need for the other side, that's vinyl wasted. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's vinyl that you just spent money on. And it's not like, it's like where I'm printing from an inkjet, inkjet printer. Mm-hmm. I'm buying sheets that are like computer paper size, whereas you're buying whole rolls that mm-hmm. are like within the, you know, I'm pretty sure the price is substantially different. But take take you a sa- yeah, take a sample of that that sheet regular sheet, right? So if right. I have if I have the design that I could put two design in that one paper, you're saving you're saving money and you're saving sheets, right? Now if like some designs that I have to encounter, they're like or t- that I need two sheets for one design, right? Right. Now that's more money I have to charge the the client, right? Because now the size quantity. Because remember, my sheet costs. I'm using my phone for this, and I just got a phone call in the middle of all this shit. My bad. So as you're saying. No, you're good. Uh, so uh, remember one client, uh, the shirt was like XXL. So I had to use two sheets, right? So depending on uh, what uh, media I'm using, you know, it could cost one or it costs, you know, $4. Like the one I'm using because it's so good, it's $4. So now it's, that's $8. A sheet, right, right, for one design. Yeah, exactly. So, you what okay. I, you, so you get what I'm saying. So, like, you got it's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's always customizing. Even even when you're doing a course, customizing because you, at the end of you got to work for you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like uh, I'm hundred percent aware of what you're saying because even though I'm not doing, you know, shirts exactly, like my business is exactly what your business is. It's a printing business. Mm-hmm. I do designs as well. But most of the time, like I'm doing printing because a lot of people, when they when they come to me for designs and stuff, I'll, I'll draw up their design. And that's a separate charge. You know, uh, that's just mm-hmm. the time and labor it takes to do a design where it's like I don't skimp on anybody. If you need a design done, I'm going to spend hours trying to make sure you have the best aesthetically pleasing design. And then most of the time people are saying that. And and I'm lucky that I have, you know, I've worked with only good people so far where they're like, look, if you're going to do my design, I also want to print it from the same guy mm-hmm. um, because they like to support my business. And so I'm lucky in that sense that I've worked with great people. Uh, a couple of names to mention, Tech Glass, Mountain shout Peak to, Glass. There you go. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs for sure, because they've been wonderful clients mm-hmm. so far. But then and, like in um, that aspect you have to charge the client to create the design, right? Like I've been, I've been stuck in predicament. They send me an image, which I, it it doesn't work on my Photoshop. It doesn't work in anything. So sometimes I have to recreate the image or they they send me an image uh, that's all pixelated and I got to clean it up. And like that, that takes me, if the, if the image is so complex, that's going to take me four or five hours. That's four or right. five hours I could just I, I I can use to to now print the shirt and heat it up. So right. I, I'm that, I'm charging for that thing. shit too. Yeah. yeah, I've gone through the same thing. Um, I had one guy that wanted one of his designs printed on stickers. Now he sent it to me, and it was a drawing in the notebook, and it was a picture he took of that. You know what I'm saying? So I had to go in and 
I didn't charge him for it because he was a referral from a friend. So I, I did hold him down. At the end of the day, I'm more about the, the customer relations than I am actually like, you know, making money or like, you know, um, growing the business. Because if I was more focused on money, well, let's put it this way. I'm not at the point where I could just be like, fuck you. I want my money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm at the point right now where I have to network with people and build relationships. Yeah. So um, that that's facts. That's facts. Me on yeah. the other hand, like it's like for me, like I, at the end of the day, you you have to know where you're worth. You know, I got right. I got I got people hit me up when I first started. They're like, oh, I know other people that could do it for less. So go to them. Right. Why, yeah, why exactly. are you here with me? Go to them. Very polite. No, I agree with you because there's gonna exactly. people always gonna try to scam you, get it for cheaper. It's like at the end of the day, you got to understand like you, you trying to make it into a thing and where you can live off it. Same thing here. Same thing here. So if you like for me, right. And this is my experience. If I start off at, I I had to, you know, learn after bumps and bruises that if I start off um, shy, you know, very shy, very nice in the beginning. At the end, end, I'm going to be fucked over. I read, I read a start for what it is right now that what it is. And so at the end, I'm not, and uh, I'm, it doesn't end that I'm fucked over. Right, exactly. You know, you know, I had a, I had a question for you that's like not related, but I did want to know, like, so when did you, like, I remember when you started the podcast. I don't have an exact date, but I do remember when you started it. Because no lie, like, yeah, exactly. I've been watching you, like, I, I work overnights on the weekends, mm-hmm. so I've been watching you to like pass the time. I've been watching your podcast and shit. And I wanted to know, like, so you started January 4th. You started just before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. In, in in America, at least. Because it was already going off in China in, like, November. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a plan to have people in person? Or was this always going to be a Zoom thing? Like, was that, like, <clears throat> the plan from the beginning? Or what was your goal, like, with the podcast? Well... <sighs> Uh, first of all, I've always wanted, uh, I've always wanted to do a podcast, right? Okay. It, it took me years to finally say, do it. Which you know? on a side note, like, I'm happy you did because yeah. like, you've got some great episodes. I remember I was watching an episode with your boy that was the tattoo artist. Y'all was yeah. talking about tattooing Not a butthole. That shit had me dying, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, man, so I'm thank happy you. you actually did it. But like, you know, what was the what was the goal with the podcast? Like, well, if you could talk about it. Listen. Before I get there, I got to tell you the beginning, right? So okay. I've always wanted to do a podcast, right? I just like, in my mind, like I wanted, I wanted to be perfect. You know, I wanted to have the lights, the background, whatever. But financially, that's a burden because everything, right, of you, course. as you, as you go into this rabbit hole and start researching mics, audio, blah, blah, blah. It's fucking is, is a hundred dollars and up. I, I, I got money. You know, I, no, not, you don't got to tell me, bro. Yeah. Look, you can see my background. I live in an attic, dog. Yeah. Like, you don't got to tell me. But like. there you go, right? There you go. And I've always wanted to start things, but it's just like, you know, I've always trying to, you know, have people join me and whatever, but it never has worked out, right? Okay. So, you know, I invested in this uh, Zoom mic that's cost me like fucking $400, which I'm, I'm not using. 
I'm not using. I haven't since I saw. I've never used it. Right. This is a forty dollar mic that, and uh, if you go on Amazon, I think it's now it went up to seventy. Which uh, which mic are you using? Because I'm an audiophile. I know right away what you told me. Uh, it's uh, Audio Tech. Audio Technica. Yeah. Yeah, I already yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, to pandemic hit December, uh, December uh, before January fourth, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna do this." How do I do right. this? Right. Okay. So you know, I have a fucking laptop. Everybody's zooming and whatnot. Right, right. All I know, all I know is that I want to have at least a video version of it. I want to have a video version. I don't know how or what or whatever. I have to have a video version of it. Right. So I uh I start going through his apps and recording, blah, blah, blah. And so I stumbled upon Zoom. Which I, I realized in the free version, you can record for free. It's unlimited. Right. Unlimited. Call for free. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom it, is amazing. Yeah. Like the free options it gives you for sure. Yeah. Right. And it, for as long as you got two people, you can record and it's unlimited. And you, okay. once you finish, it downloads and it gives you two separate files, which is audio and video. And okay. like, fuck, that's my, that's half the work there. Right. Right. So, now, uh, December hit, I started hitting up people just like, hey, I'm starting a podcast. Can you join? Right. So I, I uh, in the vault, I had like seven before January okay. 4th. I know that January 4th is the first Monday of 2021. I'm releasing it. And for every Monday, I'm going to release an episode. And okay. that's how I did that. That's nice, how I nice. did. And, you know, uh, I'm on my 35th episode next week. Um, right. Every Monday for 35 weeks, I've been releasing one episode. Consistency. Fuck, fuck viewers, fuck followers. You know, no offense to them, but fuck them. Because my... No, I get what you're saying. It's to, like, it's to create consistency. Followers, no, I get what you're support. It's not fuck the followers. It's yeah. more like, fuck the idea of gaining followers. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, right. Like, don't get me wrong. No offense to them, but it, my mentality is fuck all that. That will come. Right, exactly. a lot of people get obsessed about oh, I need more followers or or I I need more views or you know all this and, and you fucking go crazy because it's, it's happened to me. So right. I try to focus building consistency. I don't care if the, if the audio is good, the video is good. But I don't care about that. My thing is consistency because if it's good, if it's bad, as I progress in this, it'll it'll show my story and evolution, and it gets right, better. Yeah. You gotta be right. Most definitely. Um, I agree with you because, you know, for years, I think since like 2011, I've been trying to get a YouTube channel going. Mm -hmm. And like, I've the same channel I've uploaded from 2011 till now, I've kept all my old videos and I watch some of them and I'm just like, yo, who the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's important. That's important. It's it's growth. It's growth. Yes, that's important. Listen. 2021 post after whatever pandemic we for for quite some times now the internet's been showing you been telling you that if you want to make a hundred thousand come click this oh you want you they're they're telling you you want to feel validated by a a benz or mercedes or fucking i don't know uh, or tesla whatever right right but it's not telling you you know, and this is not no offense then because I, I've come to terms that's their hustle, right? To get you to buy us to get money, but nothing happens overnight. 
So you look at my first video. So now it's totally different. It's totally different. And that's important. You know why it's important? Because it, you're telling your story. Little do you know, you're telling right. your, your story and your evolution as a person, as a business owner, as a production, whatever the fuck it may be. It's very important because yeah, when, yeah. when you're, when once you'll come and they'll have you listen on a TED talk or whatever, because your time will come. If you focus and be consistent, your time will come, right? And you'll find you on the stage that uh, it, it's it's a pause to you because you you have so much experience, right? You'll you'll tell them this shit didn't happen overnight, right? Exactly, right? Exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's very important, yeah. Just like you're saying for growth for growth's sake. Um, I only keep my videos up there because like the last video I uploaded was probably. A year ago, mm-hmm. I'm not really big on the YouTube thing anymore mm-hmm. um, for a multitude of reasons. One of the main reasons being that, like, so many people are doing it now. There's no reason to really be watching my videos. You know what I mean? It's monetized. But at the end of the day, yeah, exactly. It, it, that, that's the biggest problem. When money gets involved, then it becomes a whole different monster. You know, uh, <laughs> here's a stupid example, but, like, Pornhub is a great example of that. Like when they started, they started letting creators go on there mm-hmm. and post their own videos for money and stuff. And so now next thing you know, we went from having professional <laughs> porn videos. I'm over here talking about porn and shit. We went from <laughs> having professional porn videos to the majority of videos on Pornhub being dominated by um, like amateur users. You know what I mean? People who are just uploading their own stuff. Because at the end of the day, Pornhub is a great example of when money is involved, it starts to, the market becomes saturated. But that's what we're having now. We've we've been having for the last decade or so. Like, we live in a a time that's so much traffic. Everybody's able to do music, right? Everybody's doing music, but like, so you don't know what good music is anymore. Because yeah, there's so exactly. much of it. But this is why is you as a person, you have to be able to grow and identify what's good for you and what's good for you not. You get what I'm saying? Right. right? Because how do I explain it? All right. Well, so, I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. It's like the music industry is a perfect example of that, um, of a market being oversaturated. Nowadays, I don't think it's about talent anymore where it's like back in the nineties and two thousands, it was specifically about talent. And then Mm -hmm. like in the two thousands to like 2010, it started to become more about connections. It's, you know what it is? It's, uh, it's two things, right? It's right. At least in America. Right. Yeah. It's an easy way to make money now, Mm -hmm. which it's easy, but it's not easy because it's so saturated as you're saying then not everybody's going to upload something is going to get instant success, right? The second right, thing right. is it's so sensitive. We live in a sensitive society that if you're, if your music's out there, I can't be honest with you and say, bro, it sucks. Right. Because, because then you're considered a hater. Like- you're a hater. You don't support, you know, whatever. And, and, and this time in the it's, it's now than ever, it's so difficult to define or to like break away and who's really a hater. Because right. if I'm your friend, I'm telling you, yo, your movies just sucks. 
I'm quickly now I'm somebody's not supporting you. So it, it's, right, exactly. We can't now when there's so saturated, we can't define who's really telling you out of love or is really telling you out of spite. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? You no. Know, like uh, the perfect example of what you're talking about is um, stand-up comedy in general. Stand-up comedy has been bogged down to the point that like comedians can't even make the jokes they would make years ago mm-hmm. because people can't differentiate if they're just joking, if it's a written joke that, and I know comedians, like they sit there for hours at a day and they write down jokes that they're like, okay, how's this going to vibe with the audience? And, you know, how am I going to set this up and everything? And, you know, like comedy isn't just something where you just go on stage and you start talking about shit that's funny. Mm -hmm. It's, it's written jokes. It's a whole set. It's a play. Mm -hmm. And so, like, stand-up comedy has been bogged down to the point that because of the culture that we're in nowadays, it's, it's just, like, you can't really be as honest as you were before because people now look at you as, like, you're homophobic, you're racist, you're xenophobic, whatever it is. They, they, they're quick to, yeah. to judge, you know? Yeah. You know, it's difficult, bro. It's difficult. One thing about that I've come to terms that I've learned throughout the years. People don't like me because I'm too real with you. I'll tell you how it is. Right. Right. Uh, And that's who I am. I don't mean to hurt your feeling. That's nothing that I'm trying to do, but you know, I was stuck in an upbringing that that's how it was. Right. Yeah. You know, like like the stupidest example is like, if somebody got a hole in their pants, mad people would just rather. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, you rather be real with somebody. And that's something I developed over time where it's like, you rather be real with somebody than lie to them. And I think the perfect example is like American Idol growing up. How many people you saw on American Idol that was like, oh, my friends told me I was a good singer. It's like, your friends are lying to you, bro. Yeah. Like, trying yeah. To find you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you got to be real with people. And I lost friends because of that. I lost friends from being real with them, telling them like, look, if this relationship ain't working, you got to leave before it gets to a point that, you know, it's hard to leave and stuff like that. And, and I've lost friends straight up from just being yeah. honest. With them. I, 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 I think now I've gained more friends than I've ever yeah. had. It's because like yeah. you can be ready, right? But it doesn't mean the world's going to be ready. Right. So you, you got to wait for your time to come so you can be ready. It's like, right, exactly. I could tell you 20 million things, right? Now, I'm going I'm to I'm use myself for example. My wife tells me right. constantly 20 million things, right? But I won't get it at that moment. There's certain things in life that have to happen, whether it's a situation or moments or shit in life needs to happen so you can get it. So when somebody tells you your time will come or, you know, it's going to take you time to understand, that is actually the truth. So right. me all my life, not giving a fuck, right? Really don't give a fuck. You know, you know me from back in the day, how I am, how right, I was. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. People, you know, that's who I am. But literally, like, I, I've always told, told this to everybody. I'm all about respect. You know, you need to respect before you get my trust. I'm not loyal. Right. I'm not going to be loyal to you uh, straight off the bat, bro. Like, nah, you know? So now that I'm a certain age, I've, you know, now I'm here where I needed to be. 
And now that I'm here, I've gained, I've gained, uh, I've met some awesome people. I've gained, have some interest in conversation. I've gained knowledge and friendship that I thought I would never have. Uh, how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I just we want to just make up an age. We could just say like nah, twenty three. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just turned thirty two on August thirty two. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we're around the same age because I'm like, I'm twenty eight. We're in the same group. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And, and sometimes people, you know, you're not friends with this people and at this certain age because you need to go through shit in life that at this age you'll be more understanding. You know, it's it's you got to be a certain point in your life. Well, like we were saying earlier, you're always like, even if it's not just a, a, a software thing where you're learning about the business you're in, mm-hmm. you're constantly learning, like as a human being growing up in the world, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think that learning stops until you're like in your 80s. And then you're just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm about to smoke crack on the porch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's, see, that's the fun thing, man. See, even school, like literally, if they will make learning fun, yeah, there will be there will be there wouldn't be so much misery, you know. But right. w- once you get out of like high school, and you're undecided if you want to go to college, you know, you've been you know fucking twelve years of your life forcing shit on your head. Now you have to the opportunity to reinvent yourself and say, "Fuck, right. I, this is not what I want to learn." And what yeah. I want to do, you know? But, you know, I think high school plays a big part in where you go for the rest of your life. Um, see, my daughter is about to start kindergarten. And I'll be real with you. I'm terrified. Me, me and you I both. know she's about to. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, your son's about to start. Uh, he's about to be in preschool, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, they're at that age where they're about to start, first off, associating with other kids. And we both know other kids aren't exactly it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. they <laughs> yes. they start to get like kids learn at a young age that people are assholes no matter where the fuck you go. Yes. You know what I mean? So <laughs> like I'm terrified of her starting school, but at the same time, I can't really be too scared because this is an age where first she's gonna learn how the world works, that there's not people who are hundred percent there. And there's people who just want to be vindictive for the sake of being vindictive, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I feel like when you get to high school, that's that age where, you know, your hormones start kicking in, puberty starts hitting, like right when you're a freshman. So that by the time you're a senior, it's like the biggest growing experience. By the time you're ready to get out of there, you have a general idea of how the world kind of works. Yeah. And then, you know, college starts in and shit like that. Like, Which, and, and I remember in high school, I was, I was very popular, but also okay. for, for all the wrong reasons, you know? Same. Trust you me. Know? Yeah. <laughs> I was well, I, I was well known throughout the streets and yeah. the barrios, but I, for all the wrong reasons. And, you know, when I think when I got to like 10th grade, if before I felt lost, I was even, I was even, even beyond loss, you know, because like I said, I was so advanced in life, uh, like maturity wise, experience, life experience wise that I wasn't able to enjoy, you know, friendships or relationships because it, it was, men, mentally they weren't on that level. No, I get you. Yeah. You know? Cause 
like in high school for me, like just like you were saying, you were you were around like people who's drinking all day, drug dealers and shit like that. When I was in high school, like, and this is just honestly, I was the drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? I was selling weed out of high school. You know what I mean? Like, and this was back when in Jersey, like, we just got legal last year. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's barely legal now. Yeah. They still come at you. So I was, I was selling in high school. So all the people that in high school I may have considered friends looking back now, I know they're not friends. You know what I mean? They were just after a quick high. So yeah. you're, you're with a connect. They needed to have a good yeah, exactly. rapport with you, you know? Exactly. It's like, exactly. uh, it was like that movie, Pineapple Express. Yo, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's like, I'm not your real friend, but yo, if you down the smoke, let's smoke. Like, yeah, and that's how it is. And, and relationships shouldn't be built on a necessity. That is the biggest point. Now, this is completely unrelated, but I have a friend who he's going through a breakup, a divorce, actually. And yeah, yeah, you don't say like, I'm not going to say names, but if he watches this, he knows who I'm talking about. He had moved down to another state for her and everything. So by the time that they divorced, he had to go and find a place down in that state and, and start from scratch down there. He was just finishing his tattoo apprenticeship and he basically, he couldn't come back up this way because he already got a job at the shop. So he had gone to a whole place, a whole different state, a whole different life. He got a dog now. Like, you know what I mean? Whole different life. Mm -hmm. Just off of being married and, and then getting divorced in the middle of it. And like, he always tells me, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he's just sour over the breakup, but he always tells me that like, men and women can't be platonic friends. Like we can't have friends with women because there's always an ulterior motive. And my thing is that I always tell him, and he don't like hearing it too much, but I, you know, like we said earlier, we keep it real. We rather keep it real than be liars. Right. And I always tell him, it's like, at the end of the day, you can't be friends with anybody, male or female. If there's an ulterior motive, if you're only hanging out with somebody because they're your person to go to when you don't have nobody else to smoke weed with, or if they're your person to go to because you need a ride to get around and shit. Like, when they're not there for the ride or they're not there for the weed, you can't be friends with that person. Like, yeah. what are you guys going to talk about? You know? Uh, 100%. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. That 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 is 100% true, you know, and, and I guess uh, throughout the years, I haven't had a lot of friends because... I'm not somebody to smoke weed. I'm not somebody to drink, right? Uh, I, you know, you come to try to vent to me and, you know, I have to stop you because first, that's some negative energy, right? Right, you got to take that on. Yeah, yeah. and, and second, like, I'm going to tell you how it is. This is what you need to do because that's, that, that's what a real friend does, you know? Right. And you know, nine out of ten, they don't take the advice. You, they don't, yeah, because they, you know, people don't like hearing what they have to hear. They like hearing what they want to hear, and that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, you know, um, like 
again, I'm going to use myself as an example only because I'm the only one. <laughs> like, as far as social life goes, I only got three close friends. And that's all you and, need. And that, exactly. We don't try to, and, and one of them lives in another state. The same dude I was talking about a minute ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, at the end of the day, I only got three close friends. And I don't really go out because I'm just, I'm fresh off the breakup where, you know, we're divorced and I'm sitting here at home alone. I'm trying to get into a position where I can be a better father and a business owner. You're trying to build yourself up. Exactly. So that at the end of the day, I can, uh, you know, I can give my kids something and I can be good to myself. I've been doing a lot of like spiritual stuff. I know it sounds a little weird, but I've been doing a lot of like meditating. Nothing wrong, nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like getting in touch with myself spiritually. So staying away from drugs have has helped me with that. And um, with all that being said, it's like I'm just at a point where I'm just trying to get to a higher mental being. Yeah. Where it's like I can sit here and be happy. Regardless of if I smoke, regardless of if I if I got people to hang out with, you know what I mean? Like on the weekends, if I need to have a drink, I'll sit home and have a drink by myself. Yeah. Because I ain't trying to get involved with no woman. Yeah. Relationship 100%. in general. Because I ain't trying facts. to knock anybody that's gay. You know. <laughs> facts. Dude, yeah. Just you got to have, as you get older, your, 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 your group, your circle starts to get smaller. And you just got to have... You just gotta have um you gotta have surround yourself with people that wanna move forward in life. Right. Rather than you know, stay stuck. Right, right. You know? Yeah, most definitely. Um at the end of the day, this shit uh life happens, regardless of the people you meet, regardless of the friends that you have, life happens. And and a lot of people don't realize that like when you when you make friends with somebody, they don't have to be your friends for the rest of your life. You know, they don't have to be in your life forever. They can always just be um, here and gone. I'm pretty sure a lot of the friends you have from high school never really stuck around and, and never really were around until now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, facts. You, It's OK to outgrow people. You know, right. And even at that, like, I'm still cool with a lot of my friends from high school. It's just that now I have kids. I have a job. Yeah, I have priorities. Exactly. And they live in other states. They, yeah. they, you know, like life happens. I just yeah. noticed now you can see like all the writing on the background. Yeah. Like, my yeah. kids marked up the walls, man. They, <laughs> I got to repaint the house and stuff, but I just haven't had the chance to yet. This is all about, baby boy. Yeah, man. You see this shit? But <laughs> I, I know you noticed in the background, I got like a little whiteboard up there. You see that shit? Yeah, yeah. That whiteboard has been extremely helpful in growing myself as a person because I write down the things I have to do and the goals I'm trying to achieve for that week. Now, a lot of people take that for granted, but when you do that, when you write it down, when you manifest it into 
kind of like reality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of just having it in your head instead of saying oh i got this bill to pay this week i got this to do this week like you may not it, it, there's glare on there but on there it says dio's podcast like <laughs> there you go you know what i'm saying like it, it's things that when you manifest it into reality you start to get more of a structure for yourself as far as like what to do where to do it and the driving force behind it you know one of the one of the the scary thing about being a person right is you have to realize who you are right a lot of us you know get scared of our emotions or our thoughts and whatnot right so you know, the key is to have accountability. Right. You have to have accountability. You know, I, I've, I was listening to uh, David Goggins' book. Uh, is that You Can't Hurt Me, right? What, and, what was his name? David Goggins? Yes. Okay. That's a bad motherfucker. Check that out. Yeah. That's a bad motherfucker. A retired Navy SEAL. Okay. And, one, and one of the things he, he, he would was... do... He was on the Joe Rogan podcast, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about, right? He, um, you know, I was hearing his book, and he said he he would look at himself in the mirror, right? And you know, as crazy as it sounds, he would talk to himself, and he would take accountability. He would talk to himself and take accountability. You know, and, and I'm not gonna lie, I took that, and and you know. On the, on the, you know, on the DL, I started doing that with myself. Yeah, you, know, you have to. The the you hardest the the hardest thing is doing is looking at yourself and being accountable. But sometimes, you know, as crazy as sounds, I look at myself in the mirror. Whether it's a disagreement I had with my wife, whether it's something of my business that I, I just don't want to fucking do, or something stressing me out, I gotta I gotta I gotta handle myself. Right, exactly. You know, because, um, yeah. No, you're not wrong. Like at the end of the day, a lot of people have an issue with with that exact problem where it's like, you know, there's an issue with you as a person. And a lot of people hate to look within. I always tell my friends, people love to look out the window, but never like to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just it just makes sense because at the end of the day, nobody likes to come to the faults with themselves. And that and not to you know mention any names, you know who I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. my ex has that same issue. Like she'd rather blame the world but but herself. And but you know, but you know I, I gotta stop before you 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 go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> you know. That's women in general, and I well, mean, yeah, and, yeah, and I mean, for sure. and, I, and I mean this with all respect, right? with respect, of course. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <clears throat> but I'm gonna tell you something, and where nobody's ever told you, right? Nobody definitely has never told me, but I, I had to learn throughout time because that's what you do when you grow and you become a father and a husband and you know whatever. Once you, once you. You know, once you know that this is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, right? You know, 
if that person doesn't take accountability for her shit, that's on her. Right, right. But as 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 you as me as men in general, right? This is something that nobody has ever passed down to us, in which I hope you know this inspire other men to understand is that once you become a husband and a father, you are you are hold you are held uh, to a, a a different standard. Most definitely, most you know, definitely, you are hold to a different standard. Right. So when somebody pops two kids, three kids, whatever kids, motherfucker, you'll hold to a different standard. Your mistakes cannot be the same as yesterday. Every day is accountability with yourself because you have somebody reminding of you of your shortcomings. Right. You know, so what you do as an individual is you you have to walk as if your your standard is to better the world around you. No, most definitely. You know, and and, and, and when somebody points fingers and puts you down, you take a deep breath. You, if you're honest with yourself, that shit is not going to affect you. You brush that shit right. off and move forward. Right. Because if that if that relationship does not work out, you still have like me. Like I have an individual that I still have to keep. Being, I have the standard because I still have somebody uh, looking towards me, and I'll be damned if anybody puts me under that standard. Yeah, most definitely. You know, uh, I think one of the most hurtful things you can hear as a father who who cares about his kids is that you're a bad father. That's one yeah. of the most hurtful things you can hear. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it, it comes down to everything that we've been talking about. I know that maybe. This podcast, we, we've strayed away from the art topic and and the you know your business, the the printing topic, but at the end of the day, all these things that are underlying issues, mm-hmm. they all come down to you holding down your own business. Mm-hmm. If you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else, and if you can't love yourself, you can't love your own business. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the end of the day, if you don't look at yourself as a good father. You don't look at yourself as a good person and you don't look at yourself as a good business owner. You don't look at yourself as a good artist. You don't look at yourself as a good printer um, or podcast host, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, you know, musician, whatever. And you know, I've done music in the past. Now I just play some guitar for my kids whenever they come through, but (laughs) you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, it, it all comes down to that. Just being real with yourself mm-hmm. helps to get you to a point where you can be real with the world around you. Having yes. thick skin and just generally being in tune with yourself. Meditation helps. Yeah. Um, self-reflection helps a, a, a lot. And in general, you know, a healthy diet, Yeah. working out, just keeping yourself active. If your heart's good, your mind's good, your body's good. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and I'm not sure if you're going through that situation, but if somebody says I'm a fucked up father, I'm going to be a fat father. It's, it's, you, it's, you know, that's what I get, get, I, I, I don't even know how to say this. That's what like, I, well, I say, just be real about it. Yeah. 
I'm no. Say yeah, like <laughs> growing up, I was such criticized, right? I was right, criticized, you know. I was there, you know. They they had a label on me, but nobody helped me. Right, right, and, you know, and I, I, you know, I grew, I, you know, I grew the fuck up, right. And there's one thing that 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 gets me going in the fucking when I wake up is that I prove a motherfucker wrong. Right, right. You know, I think that comes down to like. This is just from the friends that I know. Like, so growing up, I grew up strictly Guyanese. You know, I grew up in a Guyanese household. I grew up around Guyanese family that were very traditional. And I've noticed as I grew up, Philippine people, Puerto Rican people, um, Black people and Dominican people, people of minority in general, we have this stigma where mental health isn't taken so seriously. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, all we can do as especially as men in our our in our cultures is just kind of grow up fast. Right? You gotta learn how to cook, you gotta learn how to take care of other people, you gotta do all this shit way too fast, way before you're ready. And again, like you said it earlier, not to offend like any white uh <laughs> any white uh audience members you have. But y'all don't have that, and I kind of envy you for it because at the end of the day, we have this stigma where it's like you have to grow up fast and you have to be an adult fast. You have to know how to take care of people and shit like that. And mental health is is very serious. If you're having issues right now, like this is going to be a random public service announcement, but I think you should get help. There's yeah. nothing wrong with, with seeing a therapist. There's nothing wrong with talking to somebody about your issues, even if it's a friend. Mm-hmm. If if that friend doesn't, if that friend only perpetuates what you're thinking and doesn't help you grow, then they're not a friend. May I you may ask you something? Yeah. Do you know like do you, first of all, don't don't envy no no fucking white person. Fuck them. No offense, <laughs> but don't don't envy nobody. Right, no, I envy nobody, but in, right. in that sense, you know. Do you know? Saying. Do you know why? You know, like people don't speak about it, but the gold standard is white people. That's the gold standard, right? Right. That, that's everybody wants to be successful like a white person. But do you know why? Why is that? Because the way they handle themselves, right? Right. So you, 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 white people have done some crazy shit, but they do it inside their house in their privacy. When they come out, they know how to fucking act. When they work, they know how to fucking act. Whether they're a boss, whether they're under uh, boss, whether whatever, they know how to fucking act. They don't. They don't go out fucking going crazy like m- most of us, right? They know how to fucking act. They know what's there's a fucking problem. They'll call fucking police. That's why their job. They they right. know you as a person as all. We have to know what is our position in life, right? Right. And if you are not happy with your position in life. You, me, or anybody, you need to do something about it, right? Most definitely. And that's what they know about. What's missing, there's a lot of fucking mental health around. And the problem is because we have no more values. There's a thing called respect. There's no respect no more. You know, people want to, people want to, you don't need religion to have a fucking good life. 
that's the biggest thing. Religion plays such a huge part in our cultures, man. Like, it plays the biggest part in our cultures. And honestly, when I came out to my family, like, this is going to sound a little blasphemous, but I came out agnostic. And that's because at the end of the day, I noticed, you know, Jewish people, Hindu people, Christian people, and Muslim people, we all pray to a God hoping that our problems get fixed, but ain't nobody going to fix your problems but you. Yes, facts. You know? Facts. And, and, and that's a big thing that I've noticed with, like, with, with our cultures is that we look to religion. We look to religion when, when we can't find a way out. I, I, my God is called hope. I'm not a Catholic. <laughs> I'm not a Jewish. Yeah. I'm not, my God is called hope. You know okay. what? Because hopefully tomorrow will be a better than, than today. Yeah. So when I when, when I when, when I sit down when I lay down and, and, and I talk to hope, which is my God, right? Right. I, I put all my problems, all my worries, all my concerns, all my fears, all my financial, my marriage, my health, everything in in, in hope's hands. Right, and that's what has gotten me in a better place. I don't identify myself with. But you know, you know Juan Pedro, whatever. I that's my God. <laughs> right. I respect everybody, you know, for what they believe in. Because at the end of the day, respect is what keeps that fine line, and respect its values. Right. So you can you can you know you can have you can have the most mental illness in the world, but if you have values, it will help you with those mental. Um, illnesses you have because right now right. we live in a world that it's a great line nobody yeah. has values because if yeah, you're willing that's the biggest issue if you're willing to go on, online and show your your ass and your twat and, and, and you know only fans that's on you that's a great right. yeah to get that money but then what keeps you is values yeah i'm not gonna lie bro i wish i had pretty feet bro i'll be thinking <laughs> <laughs> I'd be making a killing off of feet pigs. Man. Yeah, I thought about that too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Nobody knows about me, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Like shit. Is that we work. We don't got good looking feet. Like yep. <laughs> now nah, on some real shit though. Is it, it comes down to that. Like in America specifically, we're all in a hustle for money. We're a first world country, but our financial problems are almost third world. 80% of marriages fail because of financial. Right, right, exactly. You know, I looked up the statistics. At the end of the day, out of 100% of people that get married legally, 60% end in divorce. I can't complain where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm one of the 60%. I'm in the majority. I fall into that line. And it's not to knock marriage. Like, I'm grateful. Like, uh, you know, God bless everybody who's in that situation where they're married and they're still married to this day. And they have children and they got a level head. Having a level head helps go a long way. You know? So, at the end of the day, I can't knock that. But at the end of the day, I can't say that I'm in a bad spot because I'm in where 60%, where the majority of men are. Where, you know, and this is something that, like, I wish I could do, but I just don't have the brain for it to go and study um, 
and study psychology to go help men with mental health issues. But I'll well, tell you. This, well, first of all, you can you can start by what I you know I've I've said this numerous numerous times, like to people in podcasts, support one another. Right. Support. You don't you don't have to when be a psychologist. To men, support one another. You don't you don't got to be a big man and act tough. At the end of the day, yeah. men are going through the same issues as you are, mm-hmm. and we need to, as men specifically, we need to hold each other down. Yeah. We got we got mental health issues that aren't being addressed because too many men are scared to be men, you know, to mm-hmm. be real men. Yeah. Where you want to just be macho and you want to have, you know, like this this I don't give a fuck attitude. That's cool. That's cool. As a rapper, as whatever it is, that's cool. You can have an I don't give a fuck attitude. But realistically, Men are more likely to commit suicide than women. We need to hold each other down. Yes. Y'all need to be like real with each other. Yes. Men's mental health is a real issue. Yes. I I agree that. All right, brother. We've been here for a while. Um, Definitely. It's been a pleasure. Uh, We got to do this again. Fantastic talking to you. Whenever you want me back on, I'm yes, here. Yes. You just let me know when. I'm 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 so down to come back on because it's been it's been a good intellectual talk. I don't get that with a lot of people. So that's what it's all about, baby. Yeah, most definitely. And right, so before we leave, uh, yeah. tell the people where they can find you. Tell people where they can find your business. Put all your plugins. Yo, if y'all are down with any of the bullshit I was saying, y'all can find me on Instagram as. <laughs> underscore 201 art 201 representing jersey city there you go there you go there you go uh i represent the city i grew up in that's what's up all my links are on there and yo make sure you follow my boy too dio got that shit come on (laughs) dio got his merch dio got going on make sure you give him a little like if even if you don't buy something follow him there you go. Support. 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 All right. Thank you, brother. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, likewise, Have a good night. man.